The, yeah, your guest said they didn't do it, so we believe them. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> what? I said they did. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Man, we're harmonizing good now. Yeah, yeah, we're on point now. We're on point. There we after, go. After 33 episodes, we're, yeah, we're getting to get at the harmonization. And now we're on episode number three, four. Four. What's this big with the three, four? Magic? No, that's Shaq. Shaq's oh, oh, oh. Magic's 32. Magic's 32. Okay, Shaq. And, oh, uh, Herschel Walker. He's, oh. he's responsible for our three Super Bowls. That is true. <laughs> Biggest trading in, in NFL history. Give it up for Herschel. Herschel. Yeah, there we go. That's true. One meal a day, Herschel. There you go. Well, so, yes, it's so good to be back, man. Yeah. It's so good. There's so much to cover today. Uh, we um, we just Our last show was pretty awesome. Yeah, had a good... Uh, Shelby Pract. Pract, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she um, she's doing some big things over there in Mammoth, uh, yeah. California. Mammoth Lakes or Mammoth? Mammoth Lake. Cali, I Mammoth think it's Lake, Lake yeah, up there. That's how that's how much we pay attention to our guests. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to to Shelby. Thank you, thank you so much, man. So to get into this episode, we're just we, diving in. We we got to get Steve to tell his story. <laughs> Steve texted me last week. He's like, uh, "Someone trashed my house." Like, no, no, check this out. Remember the week before, Steve's all like, "Oh, let everyone in." <laughs> uh, yeah, come one, come all. No reviews, no worries. <laughs> How, y'all bringing 11 people, that's fine. As you know, they got sofas. We got places for you on the floor. I'm starting so, to reconsider that a little bit. What happened, Steve? Let the listeners guess, know. <laughs> After um, about 20 you know, guests, I've got, my, I've got my first bad one. Okay. Like, bad. I mean... I guess I've, I mean I've heard Airbnb horror stories and they've been really bad, you know, stuff broken and priceless things broken and uh, spills all over. So I've heard I've heard all kinds of things, right? And yeah. um, and if you compare it to that, it isn't super super bad, but it was bad in my eyes because I was on I was I was looking at Airbnb with rose colored glasses, man. I was in love, you know. This is like. Just like a new chick, you know, you're just like, <laughs> excuse me, I start coughing a little bit. <clears throat> a new girl, a new girlfriend, you're just all smitten for her and all this stuff. And then um, and then you go on a, a road trip together and then she just um, snaps and it's just this, ooh, person you never knew was, was down there, you know, lurking. And she just <laughs> starts um, arguing you out in the car and you're just like, uh-oh. What you know? What's going? On? Who is this woman? You know, and that's how it felt about Airbnb. You know, how could you do this to me, Airbnb? After all we've been through, you know, and all of my guests have been great. You know, I mean, a few of them, maybe one or two little nitpicky things left yeah. me the four stars, but that was it. You know, and um, but they left me great reviews, and I, you know, I leave them five star reviews, and all of them have worked out good. The ones, you know, mostly uh, most of them are already, you know, have reviews on their on their on their um profile but a cup i've had a few two three maybe four that had no reviews and they worked out fine too you know mm-hmm. communicated great and, and everything went well left the house good anyways <laughs> i got to the house the other day because i was dropping off a day bed um a trundle you know one of the terms you learn as you airbnb you learn what a trundle bed is you know <laughs> 
kind of a day bed that pulls out in the bottom to be two beds. Whatever. I bought one of those on the cheap, you know, Facebook uh, marketplace. Anyways, I'm, I'm I'm rambling, but I got to the house to deliver this bed, and after the, these guests have already left, first of all, the damn door was open. They didn't even bother to lock the door behind them, right? <laughs> the glass door was wide open. The the front door, all you got to do is push the slag and then turn the lock. And you can lock yeah. it. You know, it's in my thing. Please lock the door behind you. It's not hard. And they left the damn door wide open, which sucks because we don't always get over there that day to clean it, you know. So this, this you know, we went the next day to go clean it. So all day, all night, this my front door was wide open. Someone could have just walked in the house and took whatever they wanted, right? Yeah. And so anyways... um get to the house there's right away it's just there's footprints on the tile you know black footprints on the floor like from shoes like we're i don't know where they're tracking mud go to the kitchen dishes uh everywhere on the tables on the countertops the the sink is full of dirty ass nasty dishes that have been sitting around for a while caked in you know and i open the fridge there's crap all over the fridge dirty ass fridge you know and so, um, walk in the rest of the house, there's, I guess they use every sofa and there's, <laughs> so oh, all, there's hell. a pillow and blankets all over the sofas and trash, you know, on the tables there, plate, uh, dishes there and, um, bedrooms too, you know, they were messed up. They had like, um, Coca-Cola cans inside or whatever and left in the, I mean, they, <sighs> slob, sloppy sloppy mofos man it was i was so like oh my god i've never i've never had that experience i haven't you know i had that experience yet with airbnb so this is all what the hell's going on here look like a mad party taking place right yeah and they got into my liquor cabinet and they, was it locked and no it wasn't locked but i it was like putting away with a sofa up to it where it's like not really hey, it's not fair game i just have a few things in there it wasn't full of liquor yeah i had some nice bourbon in there which they which they managed to help themselves to <laughs> had some wines in there they have the little bitty wines they helped themselves yeah. to that they took out some of my little decorative stuff out of there i don't know why you know who knows everybody's getting crunk at a party they do stupid Kids. stuff right and yeah. so um and so yeah they just um i would just I was kind of, I was kind of hurt, dude. I was kind of, it kind of got me right in the feels, man. I mean, it's just like, I know, I had a, it gave me a bad day. It yeah. gave me the bad rest of the day when I saw that. I was like, and they were, you know, texting back and forth. They seemed fine, and and then just to disrespect my house like that, I just felt a little, a little bothered, a little heartbroken. You know, I'm about to cry right now. <laughs> <clears throat> That's some dry wine I'm drinking. But anyways, so I um. Yeah, so that was the you know I thought that was the <laughs> the gist of it. I actually went on my on my lunch break to deliver that trundle bread there bed there. Went back to work and just had a crummy day. I told my wife you know she was gonna go over there to clean it later, and I said you know it's gonna be pretty messy. You know just trying to warn you. She got there and then she <laughs> she texted me, oh crap, <laughs> you know, after she saw what the house looked like. <laughs> wow. So she started trying to you know started getting at it, starting starting to clean it. And that was yesterday, and so I um. I went over there after work and um and you know I helped helping clean and everything and she's like hey the garbage disposal don't work and I'm like what she turns it on it's just it's not even turning right it's just, mm-hmm. make like a vibrating sound I'm like what the hell reset it so yeah I, I, the button reset button I hit the reset button and it and still it still wouldn't it wouldn't turn so I'm reaching down I'm still see what's in there um my shot glasses broken shot glasses in the garbage oh. disposal just 
shattered glass inside there. And it's like jamming the 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 blades. Yeah. So, anyways, so I I spent like an hour trying to get every freaking piece of glass out of that freaking garbage disposal. Actually, I called I called Airbnb first, and I said this is you know I told him what went on, what went down, <clears throat> and she was a nice enough girl. I, I don't know. I, I've heard they're not going to do anything anyways, whatever. But she was a nice enough girl. She said, okay, okay, tell me, you know, what, did they mess up this? And I guess she pulled up my site, and she's like, did they mess up the guitars or the or the foosball or any of this and I was like, nah, it looks okay. Just my garbage disposal's, you know, messed up. Okay, well just I'm gonna send you a link and then you send me all the information and, and then um and we'll see and we'll have a manager mediate between you and and them. I'm like whatever. I've heard that before. Yeah, you know? that was the uh <laughs> we're gonna put this whatever you write in the garbage disposal that mm-hmm. they're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, um, the, yeah, your guests said they didn't do it, so we believe them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? I said they did. <laughs> and so, um, anyways, I, after I dug enough pieces of glass out of there, finally got it. I finally got it to to, to work again. Thank God. Yeah. But I'm still gonna hit them up and try to get them to pay for a new one. Just see what happens, you know. <laughs> I know that card they use, they probably threw it away by now. Probably nothing on there anymore. Probably nothing they can do. But whatever. I'm going to just, just throw it out there, see what I can get for the damage. There's broken glass on the ground, too, in the kitchen. There's like oh. a broken liquor bottle in the fucking freaking grounds. <laughs> Good save. And so, yeah, man, it, it kind of it kind of hurt a little. And I, and I told myself, I was like, relax. This is just business. It's a business. Like the Godfather, it's just business, you know? Yeah, yeah. It is. It's business. I mean, do hotel people cry when one of their rooms get trashed? No, they just charge the mofos on their card and they get it fixed, right? And so we don't have that option. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have that option unless we finally get to filter people to our own website and we could charge a real, you know, deposit where we could actually really hold that money. But until that point, we're kind of, you know, we're kind of at the will and mercy of Airbnb. And so we'll see how it unfolds. I'll keep you posted. But yeah, it was my first um, bad guest. And I did go scorched earth on them on the review. I asked you permission first. Can I just go off on them? Yeah, hell yeah. Go off on them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Don't hold back. <laughs> so I, I went off on them. One star everything. And I just and I just let it go. I just let it. Boom. I just let everything out. dude. All my frustrations. I felt a little bit better. And I was like, oh, I hope they leave me something back. I hope they leave me a review. Yeah. But And you said. Oh, oh, oh. Why? You want a public reply to it? Yeah. Don't. Don't leave a bad public reply. It looks bad on you as a host. Don't I tell people don't do that. Well, if they start throwing some lies out there. Oh yeah, yeah. If they, hey, well, his uh, house was bad and full of roaches and if they yeah, start yeah, if, if they start doing that, like I'll that. be like, Oh hell no. Y'all yeah. threw a damn party at my place while you're writing this, you know, yeah. whatever. See me yeah, I have had people believe like the last guy remember the guy I told you I um went and left I just went and sent him a message. Like I could have bad mouthed them on the review on the public review, but I don't like doing that. Right. So right. I just like held Take it the in. high road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you can't find the address. <laughs> but <laughs> But you got like a million freaking guests. I and a million places that you rent out. I got the one my baby. My one little house and it's my baby. Well know? even when I had my condo just by itself I really take Peter Behu's advice on that because Peter Behu only has his, but it is a high end property. But he always tells people like, don't don't publicly do that because because it looks bad on you as a business owner. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to let it go. Because well, I guess even in his case, he's gonna get a thousand more five star <laughs> reviews. You know what I mean? He's the most wished for Airbnb. So I mean, 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Sometimes you just want to be like, "What the?" Hey, you know? Bayhuth was um pretty pissed off at Airbnb too when he when like he me, came on the show. I'm about to have my Bayhuth rant in a minute because oh, this is the this is the rant show, the venting show. Uh, yeah, we we don't want to turn into that, but it seems like the last what two weeks we've been like really <laughs> venting on Airbnb, man. It's just like. Hey, we give the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's yeah, what we that's do. True. We don't work for Airbnb, so we can say whatever the heck they we want to say. Once yeah. they employ us and they're giving us six figures, we might, you know, talk differently about the company. Yeah. And right now, <laughs> my my rant goes right back into their group payment crap. So last night, someone wants to book in January, right? Okay, cool. That's no problem. So I said, boom, I accepted it. Put them up in the timeshare. Next thing I know, that little stupid group payment thing comes up. This payment will not be confirmed until everyone in the group has paid. And then it blocks your calendar for 72 hours. Like, what if someone wants to stay a week within that time? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're waiting for this guy's two other buddies to pay? That's BS to me. You're holding people's property hostage. That is. That's messed up. That's really what it is. I mean, I I feel like Airbnb... I think if you give any company too much power, they'll abuse it. And I think that's what they're doing. They're abusing power. They, they, like, I have other calendars. I'm not just listed with Airbnb, but I think that's a kind of a way to stronghold you. Like, well, no, we're Airbnb, and I know you guys have other calendars out there, so this, these dates are blocked. I don't think they should be allowed to do that. <sighs> they shouldn't. And, um, and you gave kind of a workaround by like doing that, by cloning your listings or something like that? What were you saying? But even the double – I thought about that. There's a huge flaw in that. Oh, yeah. Let's say you do that. Someone books it. How do you cancel the other thing? The 72-hour hold, you mean? Yeah, so that means you have to find a way to cancel and then hope that cancel doesn't go, hold, go against your listing. But okay. if it does, I guess that's where your duplicate comes in. But what if you have 15 glowing reviews on that – other one you know what i mean it's almost <laughs> like you're it's almost like you're rebooting your business yeah 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 also it's, kinda, it's complicated for me because i haven't tried that yet i haven't i don't yeah. know that that option how, that duplicate well. the listed yeah yeah um <coughs> also what's the point to duplicating the listing why do they have that available um i don't know with my timeshares it's perfect because i can just duplicate a room I don't know. Mahogany had a great reason for it. I forgot what it was. I wish you. So how do you utilize it with your timeshare? Duplicate a room. Because like I have 10. I might have 50 two bedrooms at one resort. Oh. So if someone books one, I can just create another And they listing. all look the same. They exactly. All, I see. Instead of having yeah, exactly. to make one for each. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. So I just keep duplicating them over and over. Like that- if someone books, boom, duplicate. Someone books, boom, duplicate. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, like, I can have 15 people stay in the same day in the exact same unit. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so that's why, that's how I use it. Okay. But th- that was Mahogany's big thing because I forgot what she said. Because when, when I kept saying they need to have a duplicate listing feature, she was like, well, why would they do that? Why would someone want to duplicate a listing? And then I told her our reason. But she was like, well, we're the only ones. She goes, it's us and a few other people that do that. So I don't think Airbnb. And then they eventually did it. But... But she had a good reason for it. I gotta wish Mahogany was on. Yeah, she was on on last week. Yeah, she made a nice little uh, guest appearance. You know, yes, sir. so probably drove our our ratings way up. <laughs> <laughs> She's... Oh, but I did have a suggestion for your party goers. Um, how many reviews do you have? I got about sixteen reviews. I guess sixteen. Uh, it's like got. That. It's time to raise your minimum price to seventy five a night. 
Is it already time? Yeah, you already have 16 reviews. Raise it to 75 a night minimum, and then everything else goes up from there. Also, yeah, because you have to realize during that, you, you got to know that time period. Remember, I told you, when you get 10 reviews, start rating that brazen that price. 75 a night should be your base price if you're renting a full place. I just told you to lower so you can go ahead and get reviews rolling in because what's going to happen is you're going to keep you're going to get the party goers. Party goers look for cheap spots, cheap entire place spots. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and raise it to 75. Next time you get up to 25, try 90 to 100, you know what I mean? As your okay. Go ahead and raise it to 75. That's what I would do. Now you still don't you still wouldn't suggest putting a deposit on my place. I, I would. You have an entire place. I put a deposit. It's going to get booked regardless because it's an entire place. So I'd, I'd do like a – I don't know how big the deposit, though. Because we've been told before that um, – who who was the previous guest before Shelby? My uh, Maya, Maya. Oh, man. I can't believe I forgot Sue? her name. Sue. Yeah, Sue. yeah, yeah. Sue. Yeah. And and she said that she puts deposits on hers, right? Yeah. Like 150 or 250 I forgot what yeah. it is. And and I told her, you know that what we've heard is it's not really a deposit. You still got to dispute it to try to get that money, anyways. So it's and she's like, and she's like, yeah, it's more like, uh, it's more like <laughs> the family arrived. It's more like a deterrent, though. It puts it in their head that there's an actual deposit there. You know that something's gonna be held, yeah, on their card. So, um, Micah, yeah. my wife, my wife just got home from cleaning that disastrous house. <laughs> That we were talking about earlier. And she might like to vent. She might like to talk a little bit about what what went down, if, if you don't mind. Go ahead. It. Okay, what happened, babe? Oh, my God. In the beginning, yesterday in the morning, you called me and told me, okay, I went to the house and I put some stuff in my lunchtime and I checked the house and you will not like it. And I'm <laughs> I think, oh my goodness, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I take my baby and everything, and I go. I was thinking like, ah, probably it's not gonna be that bad. And I, I arrive home, I open the door, and I, I thought like, OMG, uh-huh. <laughs> like like I said in the Spanish. Esto es un asco. Like, this is gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. In, next to the door, two trash bags. Mm-hmm. Really, really full. In the front um, of the door, in the, um, in the wall, mm-hmm. in, the, in the floor, like a towel. But the towel was covered um, glass. Mm-hmm. So somebody crushed a bottle or something there and covered it with with a um, with a towel with a mm-hmm. towel. So <laughs> I put it in the trash. I don't want to get risked. So I go into the um, kitchen, apples, trash, um, dishes, blah blah blah, a lot of stuff in the kitchen and next to the trash can. A lot of pair of socks, like somebody was putting the socks, using during the day, and they they taken off and put next to the trash. Like ah, I'm gonna throw away these socks. Like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the beds. Oh my god, 
horrible. What's wrong, what's wrong with the beds? One of the beds has like somebody uh, spilled like some liquid, some I don't know, and was like yellow. I need to clean it and it's everything. It's not urine. We know it's not no. urine for was y'all it, potential w- guests to the w- house. Yeah. Was, it, was it red? It was no. not red. No. Okay, so you're no. good. Good on no. both ends. It was no. about the beverage. It was oh. a beverage. Yeah, okay. probably was like like a water or okay. like like pineapple juice because they have a cans of pineapple juice in the um, in the fridge. Okay, so yeah. I thought probably pineapple juice, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, it's completely clean. Yeah, she cleaned I'm it real sure. good. She cleaned it. I'm good. sure that everything is completely clean. Everything. Oh, question. Have you guys started using your duvet covers yet? Yes. Yeah. We we love them. Ah, yeah. no, I, I just <laughs> and got And I wash them too. I okay. wash everything. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. And in the back in the, in the house, where is the barbecue? Mm-hmm. Another bag of trash. Two bags and, of trash out uh, back. Two. Back of the house, yeah. Oh, they had a party. They partied. Oh, yeah, they, they were red, The red solo cups everywhere, so oh, it was a party. Man. Yeah. It's and, a party. And it's also, a party. one of the things that was like, I, I thought, like, this is in part unfair. They go into our wine cabinet, the personal one. Mm-hmm. And they took some uh, shot glasses and probably they, no, not probably, they broke it and they put it in the garbage disposal. So it broke. Now I have a question. This is a good question because, like, you guys talked about that. Do you guys kind of vet like their ages? Um, I, I I don't think there was a way to because this person had no reviews at all, and I don't know how to how I would have checked. What their was their age. picture? Picture? Oh uh, well, the picture was the it was like a a photo of their dance troupe or something. <laughs> it wasn't even a personal picture, which I know red flags. <laughs> now I know what to look for. Yeah. So, yeah, and I read the profile of this person and this person says that is a profession professional dancer and every every time that i don't know it's he or she for the name is rashika rashika it was a girl i think oh Oh, wow he had his house Um, run by strippers (laughs) (laughs) don't say that no don't say that i'm sure not because um in the in the post they put like the name Kisomba. It's like a dance kind of bachata. Like Burlesque? A, Kisomba. Kisomba, like an African dance, I think. Something, something like, like that. Like that. Oh. It's like a bachata, the Latino dance, really close with uh-huh. with a partner. But it called uh, Kisomba, and I don't know what happened. But today in the radio, I heard about that dance. It's like the bachata, but it's slower. Oh, and okay. this girl, I think, is profi- uh, she says is professional dancer, and I think she she came for an event because mm-hmm. she put that she used every time Airbnb. But Steven says that it's a new profile, so no reviews. Yeah, no reviews. And I have a question. I because I, 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 I was thinking that if you get a bad one star review, wouldn't it? Be, it's worth it as a guest to just go make a new profile, right? Can you do that? Clearly, you can. Huh? Because that wouldn't they have? And I guess if she used a different card, card every single time, different email address every single time, maybe yeah. there is a way. Maybe there's yeah. a way. Because I mean, I, people, I think I truly know, and I've even 
Shelby said it last week on the show, and I, I, it, my, I said it word for word. People that have parties in Airbnbs, they will not leave your review. They, will know, they know for a fact they messed up the place. They know they're going to get a bad review. They're not going to leave you one. Okay. Well, that's what... Well. But we'll see if they do. Yeah, 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 I'm interested to know because I know I know the people that I've left one star reviews for. They never give me a bad review. They they know they messed up. Yeah, they they know they messed up. Oh well. Mm, Yeah. So you had a bad experience, babe. Uh, yeah. (laughs) She just got done cleaning right now. She started yesterday and then she finished today. Don't worry, Steve Steve owes you a massage. Yeah, (laughs) massaging. I might give her a little and bit more money for the cleaning fee, too. Oh, thank you. And I need to go to the salon <laughs> to, for the a salon. facial. There you go. With my friends in the discount. school. You get a discount. Th- th- yeah. this, is, this is called extortion. <laughs> no, but because nah, it's you're... with my friends in the school, so I get it for free. For free. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. babe, for being on thank the show. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for letting Look. me talk about my yeah. terrible experience. Get some rest. And then <laughs> oh, yeah. And feed the baby. I feed the baby. Yeah, continue. All that fun stuff. The, <laughs> thanks for the Airbnb horror story. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs> See you later. I know. Yeah. Hear, hear us later. Hear you later. <laughs> hear, hear us later. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Peace. So. So, yeah, yeah so, that was my wife chiming in. She, even she had to vent a little bit. You know, I feel bad. She did all the heavy lifting. I mean, I went yeah. over there and helped some after work, and then yeah. I still had to do some other stuff. But, yeah, she. Um, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for both of us. It was just a, yeah. it's a rough deal, man. It's like, you just felt, like, a little violated. I don't know. You probably felt that before. Yeah, you do. And But you just have to change that mindset. It's a business, bro. Yeah, it's it is. It's a business, man. So I might go hide all my glass stuff, <laughs> all my shot yeah. glasses that I had but- out. My London shot glass is gone yeah. forever. But, but you, on, on the, in that hand, in that case, for you, it's like truly time to just go ahead and raise your minimum price, man. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna yeah. do that. I changed my um, you know, my booking. I used to have my booking out to the future forever. Then yeah. I got like an August booking and, a, and like a July booking. I'm like, man, what if I try to change it to the corporate rental, man? I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Tying my hands behind my back. But anyways, but I got two bookings like way out there. So I brought it back to three months because I'm in this pivotal stage right now where I'm strongly considering going to corporate route, corporate rental. Definitely. And so I'm getting my, getting everything out of the, because I had my storage in my garage. So I'm getting everything out of the garage. Um, of course, if someone's going to do a long-term lease there for corporate rental, they're going to need a washer and dryer, right? And that's where yeah. my washer and dryer is in the garage. I'm going to set up the gym in there real nice. It'll be a good selling point. And I'm gonna throw it up on that corporate rentals, that um, corporate rental by owner. That was called corporate. Hey man, you might have yeah. Do that. Furnish. Do furnish finder. Furnish finder. Okay. Yeah, furnish finder. Corporate that one cost housing. about the same. No, furnish finder is cheap. It's on like a hundred bucks. Oh snap! Not only that, man. Uh, Craigslist. I've been doing Craigslist, man. I've been today. I, I went on a mad advertising rant, man. I was just I put my listing on Booking.com. Uh, cozy. I put it. I turned my listing back to active on cozy so i'm getting people coming in from there um booking.com cozy uh corporate housing of course uh gypsy travel nurse i posted all my places in there uh because what i'm gonna do january 1st i'm gonna kind of market because i've been 
I've been doing a, t- a lot of talking to Al Williamson on our forums or whatever, yeah. on Facebook. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start gauging, getting a little bit more involved, stop being lazy, a lazy Airbnb host, if you will. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start gauging it, like at, going adver- at, uh, actively advertising at all times, man. Like today I was advertising, but I got somebody booked one of my rooms while I was advertising. So it was, I was powerful. Yeah, I was, I was driving traffic to my listing. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be doing that all the time. Craigslist, every, everywhere you can think of, emails. Um, and if someone wants to stay long term, I'll uh, you know do a background check, do that full, whole nine on them through Cozy, put them on a lease. They want to do three months, cool. Um, I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop the prices on my rooms just a little bit. Not not the nightly price, but the monthly price. I'm going to charge six hundred each for each room. That's three rooms, six hundred each, eighteen hundred a month. You know, for each. Nice. Three, this, nice. Yeah, it's not bad. So. I was just kind of gauging everything, seeing where I'm going to go, you know, because it would be nice to just rent out the entire upstairs for two, three months, stack some bread, and look for the next venture, which is a duplex, multifamily. So, so then if you if you bounced out of your house, you have the whole top rented, then just rent the bottom two, go to the next house, you'd have like a whole hostel running. Check this out, though. <laughs> and, and I've been see, and with you saying that, I've been doing that. Like I've been looking. One lady, she lives in one of her other bedrooms, and she rents out her master bedroom for 1100 a month. Because if you learn out the master, you get your own private restroom, private shower, private jetted tub. Oh, and she rents nice. it out for 1100 a month. I was like, that was genius. And so she's like, That's yeah. A good idea. Yeah, I know. She's like, I can go live in the other room for 1100 a month. I don't really care. You know? So Yeah. That's yeah. pretty dope. That's dope. What else is dope is Aldi's, yo. Who? What? <laughs> you ever go to the Aldi's store? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't. Mahogany does. I don't really do Aldi's. Well, they got good deals on wine, dude. Just really? to give them. I'm not. Hey, maybe they're not advertising yet. Um, but um, a little bit more, baby, please. <laughs> okay, thank you. This is oh. the the venting episode. But anyways, go ahead. Are you, oh, you had something to say. I'm just talking something, Aldi's. Something weird about Booking.com. They let you accept cash at your door. <laughs> that, that I was like, hold on, what? Like, okay, the only time they, the, the only, okay, so I, I posted on there, and they were like, hey, you can, do you accept Visa? I'm like, yeah, whatever. But like, you can, they said you can accept it at your door as well. Like, I guess they expect you to have a little PayPal swipe. Yeah, yeah. That's weird though, man. But they're like, they only they like if they pay through the booking app, then that holds the room for them. But I was like, what? Yeah, it was, was kind of weird. That, that was another I, thing. I think it, I think that might be a, like a more of a European mindset because yes. that's where they're from, the Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people travel through there. Um, it, and I heard this on another podcast. A lot of people from the the third world countries, yeah. they don't they don't use credit cards like we do. Yeah. So they don't just have this credit card with a ten thousand dollar limit or five thousand dollar limit like we do, you know. Yeah. They um they use these cards sparingly and they like to pay cash at a lot of places. Yeah. So maybe that's what is like a European thing. People showed yeah. up at your place, they pay cash, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um even Uber, they started like in Mexico, Uber accepts cash. I don't know about here, but oh, you have that option cool. and you have that option in Mexico to pay cat you could you could choose your use your card. Or you see a little stack of cash or hit the cash button and that said that tells the Uber driver you're gonna pay him in cash. I don't know if that gets him there faster, <laughs> if he knows that you're going to pay him cash. But, um, yeah, they have that option in, in Mexico and, you know, of course, it's a third world country. So maybe that's why um, Booking.com does that, gives you that option. 
Wow, man. That's that's I didn't think about that. Our um but oh, and another platform using I got our first TripAdvisor hit. They were oh. actually they they hit us about the condo though cuz they they <laughs> actually work at the uh the uh the water park during the summertime. Nice. They're like, "Hey, we want to cuz they was right across the street from it." And I was like, "I think it was too high for them cuz I told them the price. I never heard back from them." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I told them 1700, which I'm pretty sure that's kind of steep unless yeah, they can only have two people living there, so. Right, right. But I'm getting I, hits. I got another hit too for someone who wanted on Airbnb. Mhm. That had no picture, no um, verifications or whatever, but they tried to book it for seven days, like coming up in December. I have like a, do- a lull right here in December, just right in the middle, like a seven days open, right? Uh-huh. And so um, I was like, oh, cool, we're going to get that seven days filled. And I looked at it, and, it said, and then I go to the message, and it's like, hi, we're you know looking to rent your place long term from February to like, I said like five months or something like that. Another thing like that, right? Yeah. And um, it's um, two adults. And three um, kids from 17, 24, and, and 27. I don't know. This is something like that, right? Yeah. We're looking to rent your place long term. And I was like, uh, well, currently it's not a long term rental. But if we're going to do a long term, I would have to ask for 2500 a month, which is mm-hmm. what I average right now doing, doing Airbnb. Yeah. And um, let me know if you're interested. And, um, and, we'll, and we can talk. And I hear nothing back from not not one word. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. they must have thought, whoa. 2500 people are, i guess regular people try to jump on there and see a place they want to rent long term or something yeah but they want to they're in their mind they're thinking they're going to rent it like the market going the market rate yeah but that's not the case it's a it's an airbnb it's fully furnished you know got internet uh electrics paid for water everything's paid for so it's not going to be the same as uh trying to get a spot for 1500 a month you know what i'm saying yeah I mean, so, yeah, and a lot. So of, they never responded back. Yeah, a lot. Of, you get a lot of people trying to, and then even on like corporate housing, sometimes I get a lot of people trying to like, get me to lower my price by like five hundred bucks. I'm like, no. <laughs> They're like, will you, will you, will you take twelve hundred? I'm like, man, that's market rent for an unfurnished place. Get out of here. <laughs> and you're gonna pay their bills for them? Yeah, too? exactly. Get out of here. What are you on, man? Um. Oh, did you know? Speaking of currency, Airbnb taking or Booking dot com taking different currency. Uh-oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah, you heard the new Crypto BNB. Did you see it? <laughs> crypto BNB. Yeah, it was a whole article on it. It's a BNB that's only going to take cryptocurrency. Wow. It's called Crypto BNB. I looked at it up. I was like, what? Now, does it only take the um, the big boys, you know, the Ethereum and Bitcoin? I don't know. Or does it take all of these little BS hundreds and hundreds of different coins that are popping up, you know, these pyramid fonts? Fonzie, Ponzi schemes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but my thing is okay. Bitcoin fascinates me. Sorry, it uh, does. That's the thing about that. Let's just say, let's say you're accepting bitcoins as your way of payment. <laughs> How are you gonna pay your mortgage? They <laughs> 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 accepting bitcoin, bro. <laughs> unless you, unless there's a way you can like sell half of those right away on the open market, and then you can pay your thing if it's easy. To liquidate Bitcoin, you know what I'm saying? One Bitcoin's what, 12 Gs? Yeah, it's up to 17,000 something. So 17,000 right for one Bitcoin, right? Yeah, that's that's what it says on the computer. Now, I don't know how easy it is <laughs> to liquidate these Bitcoins. Because there's an example. Some dude had like 10,000 of them early on, and now it's worth over $400 million or something. You know, there's examples like mm-hmm. that. But can he go to a bank and say, hey, I'd like to, you know, cash in my Bitcoins now? Is it that easy or to get his $400 million? I mean, it doesn't seem like... I don't think so. 
can, my question is this. Can He's, you short Bitcoin? Uh, well, now it's, uh, there's, it's trading. It's, it's finally um, trading on the open markets, right? So, so can, uh, like, we can short it? You, if if it's yeah, if it's a if it's a symbol on the open market, you could you'd be able to short it. I'm sure. I think that's where you make your money at right now, right? Um. Well, shoot. If it goes up by a thousand bucks a day, <laughs> it's for the last few days. It's you'd be losing your butt trying to it's, short it. But in the long run, yeah, yeah you, it's going to drop. It's going to drop. Yeah. No, I couldn't. This I don't is, see it anytime is, soon. This is how I because uh, my we. I have the the investment club, you yeah. know. We we talk about Bitcoin, and um, and a lot of it because there's hundreds of them, right? Hundreds of different cryptocurrencies, and um, Bitcoin's you know the big dog. Bitcoin and there's another one, Ethereum. Those are the two biggest ones, you know. Yeah. And the other ones, there's so many of them, and a lot of them are worth like three cents a coin. You know, there's there's yeah. Pro Coin and and um, <laughs> I think one of them is called Potcoin. That's when Dennis Rodman sponsors Potcoin. I know Litecoin's going through the roof right now. Okay, that might be the other the, the, yeah, the big three. I think, but there's, but there's so there's so many of them that are just worth a few pennies, right? Yeah. And and the way they sell it to people is like, oh, this is going to be the next Bitcoin. We're doing so much crypto stuff with this, and you're know, throwing all these words at people. Wow, I could buy this one, a hundred of these, you know, three cents each right now, and it's going to be worth seventeen thousand dollars one day, just like Bitcoin, you know. Uh-huh. And this is and and they and in the group they talked about it. They said, "Well, this reminds me of the the internet bubble, you know, internet stock bubble that popped. You know, everybody was everybody was overnight millionaires and billionaires from you know making any rinky dink website and marketing it and selling it." Yeah, Mark Cuban. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, um, I think it's it, it is similar to that. But I did remind them. I was like, you know, it. it the, even even in that in that whole uh, internet you know bubble that happened, yeah. there was still a few Amazons and Googles out there. Exactly. So in this whole thing, yeah, most of these are going to fail, but there's going to be some some left standing, and you're going to want your money in those when they are that's left true. standing. So that's true. That's just my two cents about Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I wish I would. <clears throat> if I would have got in early on it, I'd be real big on it. Like right now, if you would have got in last week, you'd have been real big on it when it was only twelve thousand. Now it's seventeen thousand Bitcoin. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I uh, mean, correct now, even like, with it being twelve thousand last week, that's high. Yeah, yeah. My thing is, how much is it per share? Is it seventeen? Okay, okay. Now you're doing shares. That's a different story, though, because this is a, it's not. It's man, it's complicated. There's a company that's kind of like a Bitcoin ETF. It trades on, it trades on the coin futures. So it has a little bit into Bitcoin, a little bit in Ethereum, a little bit into like you said, Litecoin and these other coins. Mm-hmm. It spreads its money across the board, and you're betting you're buying that thing. Let's say that thing opened up for ten dollars a share. Okay. And you own pieces of the of the other of the coins, like okay. the currency. And that just started like a couple of days ago. And so, um, I have no idea how you go and buy one bitcoin. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go and chop it up with my dad. I'm pretty sure he's in on it. And my boy Derek, if he's listening, my boy DP, he he actually hit me up the other day because he's like. He actually wanted to just exchange some information. He wanted to. Get, he gave me a little tips on Bitcoin, and I gave him some tips on real estate because he wanted to look at some real estate. And he was telling me that you can now make money off of the other people who make money off Bitcoin. You invest under them, and then you make little money off them. So it's I, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of those out right now. Yeah, and so I, I don't. I, I don't. I just I need to do a better job of looking at what Bitcoin is doing and how to get involved in it. 
As but. Warren Buffett, Buffett says, he doesn't invest in what he doesn't know. So that's true. That's 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 WB right there. Also, he says don't invest when everybody's buying. <laughs> yeah, be weary. Yeah, be weary when and everybody's so. buying. Exactly. So but, that's our little Bitcoin segment for the day. So, so uh, <laughs> well, I'll take it. I'll I take will Bitcoin. say that everyone's hopped off the marijuana train. Might want to get back on it. No one's buying. And everyone's on Bitcoin. Well, everybody's over here. Be over here. You know, just saying. Nice. But nice. back to some B and B. B and B. Short term rentals. Short term. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. So go go ahead, Steve. And you and you had that question earlier off the air. You were saying because um, our last guest Shelby was like, um, you asked her a good question. Do you make more money running other people's uh, Airbnbs or doing your own? And then she told you about, well, if you factor in all the costs we're accruing, you know, we're paying for the heat, we're paying for electric, we're paying for this and that. I guess I guess you could see us making more profit by managing other people's listings. Yeah. And, you, and you thought about that. Off the air, you were saying something about it. But what I just thought about right now, well, yeah, that's true. You can, um, just like anything in life, I can make more money right now just working overtime at my job than, than um, you know, uh, my Airbnb, right? Yeah. By, I could bust out the overtime and... It'll make that um, 300 bucks I made that weekend and Airbnb look like chump change, you know? Yeah. But you, what you got to consider, too, you're getting that house paid off. Your people, Other people are paying your house down for you, yeah. getting all the benefits, all the tax breaks and stuff like that. And um, in the future, it's a long play. In the future, you're going to own that thing clear and free, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and someone else paid, it for, paid for it for you, you know? They bought oh, it for oh, you. Oh. She, she, she was she was actually looking at we were looking at subleasing versus managing. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was all down for the what? Yeah, buying property. But she, I was saying like, okay, let's say you sublease this guy's spot versus right. hey, I'll just manage it for you. And then I thought about it. Yeah, she's right. Managing makes way more sense than subleasing it. And I actually came up with a business model. I was listening to a. Uh, I was listening to Dame Dash the other day on one of my favorite radio shows, Tariq Nasheed's radio show. And what he was saying was, he goes, man, I don't like people working for me. So what I do is when I meet someone who has an idea, I partner with them. I don't want you to work for me. So when I partner with you, it's going to teach you how to run your own business, and we're going to both grow together. So, okay, this guy came up to me, my boy Josh, who listens, our number one fan. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Josh. Josh. He comes up to me. And he hit me with a proposition. He goes, hey, man, I got this guy. He has this place. He wants to know more about Airbnb. He goes, I told him I'll send him to talk to him. He goes, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, he's going to talk to you. I was like, man, that's what's up. You, got the, you finally got your first hit. He's like, no, no, no. I referred him to you. I'm like, oh, okay. So I thought about it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, hey, let's do this. I'm like, hey, let's partner up on the deal. If you bring me deals, I'll, I'll teach him. We, we can go, I can go talk Airbnb with him. If we get them under contract to do some business, we'll do it, and I'll split the profit with you. So then now you're, doing, you're partnering pe- with people instead of working for people. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, hey, if this guy knows, like people may come up to us like, hey, Mike and Steve, I got an Airbnb. This guy wants to do Airbnb. He wants to know your thoughts on it. We can partner up with him. And yeah. then we have a bunch of partners, and then that's how we grow. That's true, man. That yeah, makes man. sense. Yeah, and Dame Dash like really went in on that. He's like, "Yeah, man, you gotta have partners." He goes, "Most people want to be work, have, don't want someone to work under him." He's like, "I don't want that power. I want you to grow with me." And I was like, "Man, dude, that, that, that's that's 
bit higher way of thinking. I was like, because yeah, everybody, everybody has their own strengths and everybody has their own weaknesses. You yeah. know, where the, where your weaknesses are, his he might be have strengths at that. You know, yeah, and it, it just pulls everybody up together. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, shout out to Josh. He made a good thing. He goes, oh man. He goes, that makes it better. He goes, I was just trying to do the Robert Kiyosaki thing and just sit in and learn. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it, you know. But I was like, you might as well get paid to learn, you know. So exactly. So and then that that gives you more of an incentive to do it. So Josh is very calculating, you know. He's because yeah. like he's he's buying that house. He's got his plans, you know. He's got his trying. He wants to get all everything right, ducks in a row. Yeah. You know, and then he'll start considering, you know, renting it out and short term and this and that. He was asking us a bunch of questions and we were like, and he's like, yeah, and my, and his goal, his main, one of his big goals was to be on our show one day. Yeah. And I was like, and, and, and we we're over there at, at Boston's pizza doing the, doing the meet, the meetup. And he's like, and I was like, oh, you want to be on our show? He's like, whoa, 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 not yet, not yet. He goes, I gotta get my, I gotta get my business going first. You yeah, know, he yeah. was like, he, he wants to get, he, and that's cool. You know, that uh-huh. there's, there's, there's. There's people that think like 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 Josh. Get all your ducks in a row. Get it all set up perfect, and boom. Get the, he even get solar panels on his house. I mean, that's, that's dope. That's smart. I I never thought solar panels were. I mean, I, I I'm fascinated by them. When mm-hmm. I when I had my house, my first house, and I was like, I was thinking, I almost got them, and I was like, man, I just can't justify. Especially if I'm going to move out and rent this out long term, I'm going to be paying their electric bill for them with my solar panels. You know? Yeah. I was thinking that I'm not really getting the benefit from that because I can't just charge them. Instead, you know, everybody's charging my street twelve hundred. I'm going to charge you, you know, fourteen hundred. That's just going to, you know, whatever. I was thinking in that mindset, but mm-hmm. but as an Airbnb, it makes sense. Yeah, because you, you ain't paying no electric bill anymore, mm-hmm. and they're not paying electric bill when they come stay with you. Straight you know, up, that's, that makes sense. So he's on to something good right there. He's starting off with the nice house over there by the Cotton Bowl and solar panels. He's getting it all set up. <clears throat> so um. So yeah, man, he's doing big things, and he's Definitely. and he's and he's taking it slow. We, you and I are more of a screw it, let's jump in, let's buy something. You know, you're even yeah. I mean, the other week you were like you're already to buy some stuff in Michigan, and yeah. then uh, and then you're ready to up. buy something in Mammoth Lake the other day until you heard about <laughs> bears, and then <laughs> you should have seen Micah's like, oh hell no, <laughs> and yeah, Micah's like, yeah, you, I mean, we we got we both got that shiny red ball syndrome, you know, you know, oh look, yeah. you know, like whatever Definitely. the next big thing is oh, let's buy some bitcoin let's do this let's... but and he's and he's different and josh is cool he's just more calculated just you know getting it all you know worked out before before he um before he starts yeah you know, before, good... you know makes a makes a makes the leap he's a good young guy man he's only 24 and doing <clears throat> it man that's real cool that's cool that's cool and i was 24 i was just partying all the time so <laughs> yeah i, I kind of yeah i was too i was too yeah 25 yeah i was too Oh man, we're moving along. Yeah, uh, so um Furnish Finder hit me up. They nice. they actually sent me the the traffic to our area for traveling nurses and they said they had a total of 17 looking and three of them had already sent out requests looking for places in DFW. So there's definitely a market for it. I got to finish listing my place on Furnish Finder. And uh yeah, man, I my biggest thing this week is utilize all the platforms. Unless you're 100% occupied on Airbnb all the time, get as many eyes on your platform on your on your listing as possible. Utilize everything: Facebook, uh, Furnished Finder, Corporate Housing by Owner, Airbnb, VRBO. Like I hate when people come ask these questions because a, a future guest that we're gonna have, we actually talked about this off air before he got on. Um, he was talking about. He goes, man, people always ask. Airbnb and VRBO. He goes, 
why don't you just use them both? Just rationally think about it. You're going to have more eyes on your listing. Exactly. It's both. <laughs> What's the, you know what I mean? Bud, and, uh, B&B. What's it called? Bud? Yeah, Bud and Breakfast. I'm <laughs> Bud on there and too. Breakfast. Yeah, I'm on there. I'm on everything. You know? I, I like what you put. Like there was that one guy who, who <laughs> in order for him to stay at your place, you had to partake as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy. The guy. <laughs> it was a must. Yeah, this guy like messaged me on Roomster. He's like, I've been having problems with people saying they're 420 friendly, then I smoke, then they're not. He goes, so this time, whoever says they're 420 friendly must partake with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was rolling. I'm like, this dude's serious. He's like, yeah, man. He's, but he's a professional dude. He's an IT worker. and I'm pretty sure I know the guy because I've worked some of the contracts. <laughs> I know most IT people in the DFW. I'm like, jeez, man. He's serious about he's his marijuana. He's to you like, this is training day, mother lover. Take, <laughs> hit that pipe. <laughs> Who are they going to believe? got marijuana in your system. <laughs> PCP, angel <Yeah>. dust. <laughs> Think you can do this to me? <laughs> Great movie. Great yes, movie, man. I loved it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on a tangent here. Yeah, yeah. Cancellation policy. I just realized that it has a huge... Oh, he just unplugged his headphones having some technical difficulty. Huge what? Huge... Huge. Sorry about that. That was a that was a very <laughs> bad way to stop. Huge. <laughs> huge. Yeah, Donald no. Trump. Huge. Cancellation policy has a huge effect on where your listing is placed. I just realized that. You know you can boost your listing by almost a hundred something percent if you're on either flexible or moderate. Huh. I, I, I told I told you about that. I knew it. Yeah, as soon like, as I took it off flexible. I didn't get any hits, and that's I put it back. I put it on moderate, remember? Yeah. And then I put it back on flexible. I got a hit like right away, and I was like, "Is this a coincidence? What's going on here?" And then, and then I started noticing this too because I noticed you kept saying, "Man, people keep canceling." I was in that. Uh, I was in a Facebook group. Me and Steve joined a whole bunch of Facebook groups about Airbnb. <laughs> you joined me into those groups. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So one, this lady kept saying, and it was. I think I might have tagged you in it. She she kept saying, "Hey, I keep getting cancellations. People keep canceling." She goes, I had four straight cancellations. I'm like, dang. <laughs> dang. And I'm like, so I had to go on and I asked her. I'm like, so what, what's your cancellation set to? She goes, flexible. I'm like, oh, well, they feel comfortable canceling. They're probably holding your date, looking for other places that are cheaper and then canceling on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because yeah. all my time shows are set to strict. All nice, of them. nice, nice. Yeah, but, oh, but they have that new can- strict cancellation thing, though. So let's say they, you, you're, you're on strict, right? And if they cancel within 14 hours of the – no, within 24 hours of making the reservation, they can cancel and get part of their money back. So it's almost like it's halfway on strict. Huh. That only if you allow it, though. You have to allow it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Airbnb is kind of trying to give us some hosts, some type of power. Finally, geez. Yeah, I know. They're, 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 they're Airbnb super host friendly. The cards are stacked against us for sure. But, I mean, they're making us money too. And we're using their thing, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, look at it like true. that sometimes. That's true. It wouldn't be put on blast like it is if there wasn't for Airbnb. So we can complain about it all we want. Mm-hmm. But it's still making us money. So. <laughs> we complain so, about the government and stuff, you know? So what's, what have you got about Airbnb this week? What do I... <laughs> I'm reading some of your topics, man. Oh, man, I got a bunch of stuff. You got some cussing going on in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got a bunch of stuff, man. So I can keep keep going down my list if you want. 
Um, I want to see something. Okay. Oh, what was, what was a, you had a way to, to vet guests by telling them to do something in your listing. How, that's oh, yeah. a good idea. How do you, how do you do that? Well, I'm also listening to another podcast. Um, she said what she, but it was our podcast. She said she, she pretty much tells them to ask them her a question about a penguin. So what I'm doing now is, uh, <laughs> yeah, what I'm doing. So, cause remember I told you that guest who kind of left that review saying the, um, saying something about a scam with the security deposit and he thought it was a scam, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, what I'm going to do is to vet that crap out of here. And this is, I might start declining reservations too if it comes down to it. Every guest that comes through to my timeshare listings, what I'm putting on there is, you must send me your name in the, your first and last name in the reservation request. So if they don't do it, I'm going to just straight, because I've been reading and looking at a lot of like YouTube videos. A lot of these people, they decline guests left and right. They don't care. Like They say, yeah, if you don't read my list, I decline them. I was like, dang. You know, but I thought about it. They get five-star reviews, though. All their guests leave them five-star reviews because they went through the, the, the listing. So what I do is send me your first and last name with your reservation. If you don't, I'll just send you a friendly message. Hey, did you read my listing? If they say yes, then I'm like, where's your first and last name? <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> Declined. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That was I, a, I, I, no, I was just one way. I mean, you miss money, but you might miss money to miss a three-star review or a four-star review. Right, right, right. Because I, I started thinking, like, how do these people get five-star reviews? Because my average is a five-star review, but... How do they get them on one listing every single time? Which I know you're always going to need a four star, but like people with someone like Peter, he has 800 reviews with five star or however many. I don't know how many it is. A lot. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but he only allows two people and he vets his guests. And that's yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm gonna start doing that now, especially after this big party (laughs) that went down in my Airbnb. The the strippers wouldn't have destroyed the house. (laughs) Some kind of dancing they were doing. I don't know. <laughs> At least it was in one piece. I mean, that, uh, you know, thank goodness for that. But I, I, and I thought about that too. I was like, man, I need to, and I was thinking about that. I'm a rate, mm-hmm. if, if I did raise my prices, that'll keep the riffraff out, you know? Mm-hmm. And plus, if I just go, if I just keep adding more, ma- making it nicer, a little bit more higher end, you know? And it'll pay off in the end. It'll pay yeah. off dividends. And, you know, and I'm over here trying, I'm over here trying to do it, uh, do it on the cheap. Yeah, trying to. Well, I mean, I got decent stuff in there, but I'm saying I'm trying. I'm, I got my prices low just to try to get those those first um, reviews in. And I already got plenty of reviews now. Yeah, but I wanted to get Superhost status real quick. And January first, I should hit that if everything keeps going the way it is, you know. Yeah. And um, so now I need to start thinking, like you said, raise it. It might. I might take a few hits on the not getting as many bookings, but the ones I do get will probably be good. But you know. You know, yeah. good bookings, and and they'll be paying more for the days, Definitely. and yeah, and so so yeah, I just need to th- start thinking bigger, start thinking bigger. You know, if I think small, uh, it'll stay small. You know what I'm saying? If I yeah. think big, it'll 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 be big. Yeah. <laughs> as simple okay. as that, right? Yeah, straight so, up. It takes it take money to make money. There you go. <laughs> take other people's money to make me money. <laughs> OPM. Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, you fans out there, I know you're like, man, I really want to stay at, at Micah's pad or I want to stay at Steve's pad. Guess what? 
we give discounts. Steve gives <laughs> discounts. No. <laughs> if you tell us you're a fan of the show, we'll work no, something out. No, no, Don't no. worry if about that. If you're a fan of the show, I will give you a discount on my personal properties in Arlington, no doubt. Yeah. Well, well actually, I don't know. I'm just kind of scared to say that. And I would, I would put it one step further. I'm scared to. If you, if you, um, if you have a compelling Airbnb story as well, and you're going to come to town and happen to stay around a, a Wednesday, a Wednesday or Thursday, we, we usually tape on Wednesdays. We well, might even see. have you uh, hop in on our show, you know, yeah. and then tell us your compelling airbnb story while getting a good rate at a cool at a cool pad you know that would be i'm just making this up on the fly but i think that would be cool because not only you know we're giving a good rate but yet they're hopping in and contributing to the show and we're making them famous because this is like the biggest airbnb podcast in the history of the universe you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying mike definitely you know (laughs) so if you bring something to the table yeah we'll we'll definitely hook you up just definitely just, just no just no damn parties right yeah, yeah, yeah. No party. Well, you ain't throwing parties in my house. I'm gonna be sitting there looking at you uh, the whole time, <laughs> like that kid that was jumping all over your sofa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up. Come Sit get, down. You, come get your up. damn kid. Pull out the belt. <laughs> oh, so Airbnb is trying to add the new 3D virtual reality tours. You know that? Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I saw something like that. Yeah, they're trying to do that. I was like, damn, that'd be too, pretty tight. I'm definitely going to do them from my houses, definitely. From my house and my uh, condo, I'm going to definitely do that. I oh, think that cool. gives people a better feel of the house. Yeah, yeah. Of the condo or whatever. You walk in, take a look around. That's pretty cool. Because yeah. I know real estate's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Like the higher-end yeah. houses, they'll have like a video camera, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Dude, I'll even send up a drone. What's up? <laughs> yeah. That's actually oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Take some aerial. We can get those drone flyers involved. Yeah, man, that's a good idea. The sky is the limit. Up. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> oh, um, another thing I wrote. I said property managers will have to find a way to get involved with STRs, or they will fall quickly. I'm gonna tell you why I say that. Why do you say that? A lot of these people who are under property management, because a lot of people that want to sublease their spots to me, they have property management companies. And what they do is if they have a spot, they'll just go to the property management company and tell them, hey, this unit, take this unit off the books and give it to this guy so we can Airbnb it for me. So I think they're going to have to get involved in that. Like, Oh, yeah. But oh, would they be a hotel? Would they be turning into a hotel, though? Not the property management company. But the owner, definitely, they'd be turned into a hotel, yeah. But if it's on Airbnb, aren't aren't the the people already paying like hotel taxes on it? Some places, not all. Oh, okay. But at the same time, do you want those extra? Is are all those extra fees worth the cost of doing it regularly? Right, right. That's that's I guess that's your biggest your biggest point of looking into it. Here's my thing too. That 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 that's true. Um, you know, we're, we're, um, we're all locked in on Airbnb, right? Yeah. And, you know, they say all good things come to an end or whatever. And there's so many laws popping up in the big cities and I, I have it in the back of my mind. Okay. And you're, you're confident it won't be here. It won't come to Arlington, but it's coming to a lot of cities, man. These, these Airbnb laws, there's gotta be a hopping off point. You know what I'm saying? Like some other, maybe some other site people can go to circumvent that 
That's what I've been doing. What did I tell you? I've been listening everywhere. Everywhere. I've been getting with Al Williamson. I've been looking at Al Williamson's tips and tricks, man. Get in that Facebook group. He tells you everything to do. Hey, go do this. Go go here. Go talk to the boards. Go talk to these people that are over these traveling nurses companies. That's why he's always full. He goes and talks to people. Like, forget just, oh, you're here for your traveling nurse. Thanks for staying here. No, who do you work for? Who's your boss? Who placed you here? How Dang. many nurses do you guys have on your staff? How many, uh, how many, how, wh- what places do you go to? You know, that's what I'm getting into. Al Williamson's big time. He's a beast. Dude. He's, he's, man, Al, Al Williamson knows what he's doing. Like, he, he doesn't just sit, he goes, I'm not going to depend on Airbnb. I'm going to depend on me. So I was like, that's Airbnb. Where, me. Yeah, there you go. Airbnb, <laughs> me, you know, so that, that's where I'm about to get. You know what I mean? I'm all for Airbnb. We're a short term rental Airbnb podcast, but we're also about real estate. We're about growing our business. Exactly. You know, so I'm all for, hey, finding other avenues. Like, I met a guy, I think his name's Michael Kukler, which he, he has his own little platform coming out. And I told him, hey, man, I got a bunch of listings for you. Let me know. You know, so. You know, and, and Airbnb is becoming a really, really guest friendly kind of pissing you off guest friendly. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, everyone has their runs. I don't know how long Airbnb is going to be here, but if Airbnb falls, uh, live, let thrive will still be here because we have our niches. We have other places we list. You know. Yeah, I so, want to ask you something serious on the air while ahead. we're while we're taping. Go ahead. Or computer taping, whatever. Um, <clears throat> You you kick you kick butt at the timeshare business, right? Yeah, you kick butt. What what are your returns, man? What what is like uh your percentages, your returns? What are you making on your money? I haven't scaled it yet, but that's what I'm about to do before the end of the well, not before at the beginning of the new year before I file my taxes. <clears> I have to scale it because if I don't, I'm gonna follow a whole bunch of money I don't know. So, <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean so. Um. So you pay how much a month? Well, the fees are taken care of. That, that I don't even really worry about. It's like one seventy-two something for fees, but the fees are taken care of. So one, the, let's the, just say one seventy-two a month is what the fees are. The fees, but then I have to put up money for my inventory special and my bonus time. Okay, but you get money so, back for that. Yeah, okay, of course I, I get money back, and then I use that money on my credit card and just kind of revolve. So let's just say You're looking a week. at twenty percent returns, thirty percent returns. I don't know. I'm just don't. I'm just trying to find a number. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you. Because I want to buy a timeshare. That's why. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm going to talk about that too, because we were on Red Week this week about timeshares and B and Bs. Okay. So in a week, we probably make five. On a good week, we can make a thousand dollars a week off a of timeshare. Wow. That's yeah, good. A thousand a week off a of timeshare. On a good week. Like let's say this week we probably made probably I have to gauge it. It's probably like six, seven hundred. You know what I mean? Once you get everything back. And okay. then that's not even counting what you made off of points for putting travel points on your card. <laughs> oh nice. So then once you add that into it. Yeah. Like right now, I think I'm already at like 27,000 points, which is $270 in cash and like $300 plus of travel. 
Right, right. So now, as far as buying a timeshare, I wouldn't do it unless I'm getting it for cheap with cheap maintenance fees. And what I mean by that is you don't want to be buying a timeshare. Like, let's say you buy a timeshare, right? They, they, they cost, timeshares can cost up to 80 grand. But using Sue's method, if she's able to buy timeshares, because all you want on the timeshare is the inventory special and the bonus time. You don't want the points. The points are just for you to use and go work. Let's say you want to go to La Paloma, Mexico next week. You can go. Well, she's about the points, though. She's different than you. Yeah, but she there's sells no her, point. Huh? There was no point. Well, she, her, in her mind, it, it'll cost her for, for for a year, like 1500 bucks that she pays for whatever the maintenance fees. And she sells that ever, the points, the listing for 3000 She made 1500 profit that year. That's good money. For her, that's free money. And that's pretty cool. It's not a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, now, that is one good thing I did see. If you just buy the points and sell them. Because I was texting her when I was looking at that Red, um, red, red Week, week. whatever. Okay. And I was like, what the hell does all this mean? And she said, well, Red Week, you know, it means that's the hot week. You know, you yeah, get yeah. that, you get, and, and you look on there and you find a timeshare that's a, a Red Week, you know, verified Red Week. So you, you buy that timeshare for whatever, 1200 bucks, and you get it like on the hottest week, you know, like a summer week in Maui or something. I don't know, for example. And so, and you pay 1200 bucks. But a summer week in Maui, you could turn around and rent that same timeshare out to someone for twenty four hundred or three thousand bucks. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's just an example. So in her eyes, oh, you found one that's a uh, and you find you find timeshares that have flexible weeks. You know what I'm saying? You don't find timeshares that you only get that week in January or you only get the week in December. You know what I'm saying? But even if you get the hot week, I can get the hot week without doing that. Right, um, yeah. That, I I want to follow your model. I, I'm just telling you how she does. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just sees like she sees one people selling their timeshare that has a really good week that she can double her money. She's all about that. Oh, she's she's making fast cash off of it. Right, right. Okay, that 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 could be worth it. Now, one thing I did kind of like from her idea that I was gonna kind of use is, okay, so. My points renew in March. What I would want to do is buy people's points that renew in January, February, April, and all in the, the rest of the year. So I could have points coming in, and I'll just have a bunch of points to go travel with. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But, and if I don't go traveling that month, I just find a way to calculate how many points I would use that month and sell them. Because hmm. some of those prices you sold me on there were ridiculously crazy. Because I'm like, I would never buy points for that much. But at the same time, I don't think everyone knows how bonus time and inventory special work. Right, right. You can travel anytime you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I want to do. I want to find one that, that does like that. You know, yeah. the bonus and that's what I'm telling you. I, I have the Silver Elite package with World, World, World Mark by Wyndham. But my thing is, I don't. Unless you can get one how she got hers with that package, I don't know if timeshare, but if you're going through a timeshare, it's not worth buying. Don't buy them from the company. If I go straight to the company. I wouldn't do that because it's going to be a ripoff. Okay. You're going to be one of those people, hey, I want to sell my timeshare. <laughs> I'm paying fees on top of trying to pay this thing off. You no, know I want to I mean? buy it from someone who's that person. Yeah, exactly. You want to buy it from that person. But and then I was, me and my mom, 
were talking about it because they were saying it's some things that don't transfer when you sell your timeshare. Like the RCI, that's like hot stuff. That's what, is, what is that? Oh, you can go anywhere in the world, man. Switzerland, wherever. You can go to these top-notch condos with the RCI exchange. They go, oh, if you pass your condo on to your kids, they won't get that. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so it's like if you if you sell your timeshare, it's certain things that are missing. That's why I kept saying to, to, to get one, what I would do is get in touch with the owner and get in touch with like the like the timeshare world marked by Wyndham and be like, hey, if I buy this off this guy, what will this give me? You know what I mean? If yeah, I yeah. buy his deed, what does it give me? Does it give me inventory special? Does it give me bonus time? When can I travel? You know, because a lot of people, because like every time I post on um, on Bigger Pockets, everyone's like, "You can't sell timeshare because you only get a week." I'm like, "Yeah, you can, because <laughs> you get more than a week." I'm like, "It's because you're not using it properly. You're using it based on what they're telling you." You know what I mean? Right. It's right. a book out there called How to Beat How to Win the Timeshare Game. Huh. I haven't read it yet, but I was. I just kind of skimmed through it, and he, he knew the ins and outs of a timeshare. He goes, it's a lot of things people don't read in between the lines that you can make money off a timeshare. And you're going to write your book also, right? I might. I am. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> Everyone keeps – but we meet Josh. We meet Josh and my wife. We all went out uh, to the Dallas, Dallas Airbnb meetup, and we all talked about that. And I was like, yeah, hey, I already came up – I'm coming up with names for it and trying to think. Because, yeah, I am going to write a book. There you go. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, you need a hand, let me know. Gotcha. I'm, I'm, I'm a good writer. Gotcha. You got to be part of it because you're part of Live, Let, Thrive, man. So I'm a huge part of this show. <laughs> huge. But yeah, what do you think? Because I noticed you said you wanted to get a timeshare expert on. I, yes, I would. I would. I don't know who. I, you know what? That guy that wrote that book. I'm sure people aren't beating down his door. Let's try to get a Let's hold of him. Let's hit him up. Let's hit him up. We'll try to get that guy on. Oh, definitely. I'm pretty sure he has timeshares on Airbnb. If not, he will after this show. <laughs> yeah, he will. I mean, because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in how she buys the points, but I want to make sure if I buy these points, is this going to be worth it? You know, but if she's saying she buys them for fifteen hundred and sell them for three thousand, yeah, that's worth it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I, I always thought um, I work for the airline industry, so yeah. I fly for free. Mm-hmm. And I always, and even before even thinking about Airbnb and all this stuff. I was like, man, I, a timeshare might actually make sense for someone like me who travels all the time, travels for free, and I always have a spot somewhere in the world with these timeshares. Like, you can always fly somewhere. There's always specials and promotions and this and that. But um, it's making even more sense now because I'll be able to use it, you know, use yeah. the points and stuff like that, plus, you know, rent out the, those those bonus weeks. So, I mean, I really I, – I got the bug the other day, and I was looking at those sites, and I was like – but I don't have any direction. I don't know what the hell this one means and this one means, you know, what the difference is, you know. <clears throat> Timeshares, I think, are kind of like Bitcoin. <laughs> is that right? To, to an extent. Because, I mean, if you look... No, no, no. Timeshares are kind of like... Let, let's say MySpace made a comeback. Yeah. Right? Th- that's how it would be. Like, no one's using MySpace right now, right? <clears throat> no. Back in the day, they were the latest and greatest. Everybody's buying it. Then everybody stops buying it, right? No one's buying timeshares. But timeshares have now came in a comeback because now they're profitable. We can make money off of make money off of it. But if it's not profitable if you never had it. 
You know what I mean? Like back in the day, like my, my parents bought that timeshare in '95. I was six years old. Yeah. It's already paid off. It, it just paid maintenance fees, but you know what I mean. So it's worth it, you know, for on our end. But I'm, I'm actually gonna, if yeah, if you could get me, you, and Sue in a three way chat. <laughs> <laughs> In a three-way text. <laughs> Is that the title of your book? <laughs> Me, yeah. you, and Sue. <laughs> yeah, get us in sorry. A th- you got me off guard with that one, man. Yeah, get us in a three-way text. So <laughs> okay, let's right. compose so, Yeah, so I can figure out how she gets the points and how we go about that. Because, yeah, if we can get – if I can figure that out, we may all three of us be able to make us a little timeshare business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, I've, 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 I know how to utilize the points, but I just utilize them for myself. But I could sell them, you know. Yeah, everything's for sale. Yeah. Just like I asked um, um, Shelby, what's your price? Everybody's got yeah. a price, right? You're, yeah. you got to pull your chips off the table sometime. You can't just yeah. keep letting it ride. But I guess unless you're in California, where yeah. one bedroom, one bath will eventually be like $5 million. <sighs> <laughs> That was crazy. It <laughs> just keep going up and up That's and up, crazy. right? Ah, oh, lordy. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm. Yeah. We, Timeshares. We got to do. Let's try the next show. Let's just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna study it. You know. I'm gonna do some actual homework, and um, I'll get um, Sue involved since you're <laughs> you're keen on us three getting <laughs> together, and um, and I'm gonna. I'm. We're gonna just tackle this subject, man. Because I mean, yeah. we we touched on it a little bit here, but. I'm just fascinated by it, and I think there's uh, some potential there for Airbnb and timeshares to meld together as one. You know what I'm saying? My idea would be... Okay. I really don't want to speak this idea out there, but if you really wanted to make some big-time money, big-time money, you would make an Airbnb-like site where you would put cater it to timeshares and make it so this is how you make some huge money because you don't have to charge no taxes nothing by law you don't because it's already being taken out of through the maintenance fees and all that oh so what you could do is make a platform dedicated straight to timeshares only advertise timeshares people put their timeshares on there and you let the people like us post our timeshares post it at the full price and only charge the people the the guests Ten dollar maintenance fee for every single person. Five hundred times shares a list. Five hundred times booked a day. Five hundred times ten just made five thousand dollars in a day. Wow, that's deep, bro. Let's make that website. I'm down. <laughs> Let's do it. Just said, man. Like I thought about that. I'm like, if you could find somebody, just spend some time with them. Be like, look, make me an Airbnb like site. But I only want timeshares, which I think, who does it? But they do it in a different model. Um, not booking.com. Yeah, it is. Booking.com does it. But they do it in a different model. Okay. To where, I don't know if they charge you anything. Hmm. And if they don't, I need to throw some timeshares in there. <laughs> yeah, so, Let's I mean, yeah, man, I thought about that. I'm like, if you just charge the guests $10 every single time. Just for, call it a commission fee. There you go. That's a bunch of money, man. That stuff adds up. Yeah. And then the host is no longer bothered with the service fee. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's true. That is this is a good show, good informative show. I think. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely. leaving we're leaving the guests to let a little cliffhanger here because we got yeah. the timeshare episode. That that'll be the next one. I think we should do it. Yeah, just dive go all in. in. Well, we're gonna have a. Well, we're gonna have probably a guest on the next one, but after that, oh yeah, yeah, we got a guest coming. Who we got coming? We got. Let's see. Next week we got our good friend Lucas Carl. Lucas Carl. Yeah, I know the name threw me off because I was like Carl Lucas, you know. Yeah. Luke Cage. <laughs> so it's, nice. It's like, it? Yeah, it flipped around. I was like, it's Luke Cage. I was, and then he's like, yeah, call me Luke. And then when I was talking to him, he said, call me Luke. I'm like, Luke Cage. <laughs> like, I get that all the time. <laughs> so, so. so nice they named him twice. <laughs> but, all yeah. right. Well, that's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Listen, Listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, uh, again, this is episode 34, the Herschel Walker episode. Three-time Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys. Thank, have a, have him to thank for it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we will um, see y'all next week. And I might, I'm going I'm to start start dropping shows a little more frequent now, to, you know, to get the backlog caught up a little bit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just we're having a blast doing this. Please leave us a rating, you know, anywhere. Mostly iTunes rating would be great. You know, just go yeah. click that little five. You see it? It's right below us, you know. You, yeah. you search and then you and just hit that five star. Just boop. You don't even have to leave a review. You just, just hit that five star thing. It would be, it'd be, it'd be beautiful. And um, if you do want to leave us a review, that would be great, too. Leave us a, a, a voicemail. Call us at our, our phone number. What's that? 469-390-100. Matter of fact, somebody just hit us up on the website. Shout out to this guy. This guy. Me, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not ruining that dude's name on <laughs> national <laughs> broadcast podcast. <laughs> a lot of vowels in there. Yeah, we ain't going to ruin this guy's name, but when I talk to you, we will get your name and we will shout you out on the next episode. Come on, give it a try. Give it a shot. Farzi Siddique. That, that sounds like a name. Nah. Farzi Siddique. Okay, what did he say? Hi, I would like to have a bit of coaching from you. I want to start an Airbnb, starting with a timeshare. How much do you charge for a half hour of consulting? Oh, like that's only five grand, right? For a half hour, that's not bad. <laughs> it's the going rate. <laughs> well, thank you, Farzi, for your in- 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 inquiry. Yeah, inquiry. Inquiry. Yeah. inquiry. And um, how much do you have? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Coach him up. Coach him up. Well, yes. So there you go. Leave us a review. Leave us a voicemail, message, email, everything. You know, just even on YouTube. Will we? Oh, we will be doing some live videos very soon. Yeah, we're really trying to turn this into a Facebook TV show. So, yes, sir. If, matter of yes, fact, ma'am. if anybody listener, any listeners out there know about doing that, we'll be doing our research on our end. Hit us up. Let us know how to go about doing that. Like, if you have any information. Otherwise, um, we're just gonna dive in like we do everything. Yeah, you just know. <laughs> but if you have any tips, tricks, let us know. Because I like I, I listen to other podcasts and they use their. They're listeners to learn new things, you know. We definitely like what to oh, learn. Yeah. Stuff we learned a bunch from our listeners. Big yeah, time. definitely. So, yeah, let us know. Like, if you have any idea of how to do the Facebook, not Facebook Live, Facebook TV, like, like the Ball and the Family and the Marshawn Lynch show, stuff like that. Cool, cool. All right. Well, this is Live Let Thrive, episode thirty-four. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Peace. And we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. 
Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.